The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to She Talks Health with Sophie Shepard. Today's woman has a lot of questions about their health and lifestyle choices. But where can you get the right answers? The answer is here and the time is now. Here is your host, Sophie Shepard. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second episode of the She Talks Health radio show. This is your host, Sophie Shepard, and we are on Voice America and the Health and Wellness Channel. Voice America is actually the largest live internet radio network in the world, and it is my absolute humble pleasure to welcome each and every one of you to this incredible episode we have for you today. Um, I am going to be introducing our guest today, and her story is truly incredible. At age 22, after six years of debilitating digestive symptoms, her health really started to fail her. She found herself losing her hair, unable to get out of bed, unable to regulate her temperature or her bowels, and even her depression. In fact, her anxiety and depression got so bad that she actually attempted to jump out of a window. So she knew she had to do something when it got so dire. She had to get her life back. She found functional medicine and healed herself with the help of a skilled practitioner and a lot of patients, as well as incorporating nutrition and lifestyle habits. Now she's here today to discuss how she got from the other side of multiple diagnoses, symptoms, and life-altering medical problems, how she manages to thrive today, not just survive, but thrive, and what you can do if you're also finding yourself unable to heal and get well. She is one of my personal heroes, my best friend, and I love her deeply. It is my pleasure to introduce you to myself. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of funny, but yes, this is actually a self-interview and I wanted to put it at the top of this series for Voice America because um, I think my story is truly something that hopefully a lot of women can relate to um, and hopefully it gives you hope um, as well if you're out there and struggling as well. And so doing a self-interview would kind of be a little difficult and biased potentially. So I wanted to have someone on here to keep me honest and keep me raw. So I'm really excited that I have another powerful woman as my guest host, um, a dear, dear friend, Lee Noto. And she is a intimacy coach and sensuality specialist. Ooh, she supports powerful women in cultivating emotional and erotic intelligence. So they can create untamed intimacy in their romantic relationships. Oh, I've got like chills just (laughs) thinking about it. Lee believes that being aware of our needs, expressing our desires, and powerfully owning our deepest sensual nature allows us to come alive in the world and experience infinite magic. She uniquely integrates psychology and sensuality and shares powerful communication tools and somatic practices that allow women to connect deeply to their own bodies. And this next part of her bio, I love so much. It says, by guiding clients into deeper self-love, self-acceptance, curiosity, and play, Lee helps them boldly open their hearts in order to give and receive the epic love they desire. She is most loved for her ability to hold a safe space for clients to step into their power and create a bliss-filled life, which is why, with chills running up and down my spine, 
is why I have her on as my guest host, because I knew that I'm about to talk about some really vulnerable stuff and I need a really safe container. And she's one of the most loving people that I know. So with that, I'm going to turn my show over to you, which is a little terrifying since it's only my second one. Um, And let's get into it. Lee? Oh, Sophie, thank you so much for having me here. It is an honor and a blessing to be on the show. And I do not take this lightly. Thank you for handing your baby over to me. And I promise I will treat her with good care as we dive deep into everything about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as most people are listening, they're probably like, well, that's really uncomfortable. I hate talking about myself. So you heard it here first. Sometimes it's good to go into your deepest corners of your your past and, and let people know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. So I remember meeting you and I've heard different parts of your story over time. And when we connected the other day, I heard what I I think is the full version of a lot of the ins and outs of what you've experienced in your life and, and your trials and tribulations. So I'd love to hear more about the journey of your story and what inspires you to do the work that you do today. And tell us what that work is. Mm, thank you. Yeah, so I guess I'll start from from the beginning a little bit um, because I think that's probably the very best place to start, just like the song. Um, yeah, so like I, I mentioned in the intro, I was at age 16. Actually, my mom and my boyfriend at the time begged me to go to the GI doctor. See, I had thought that my pain was something that I just had to live with and that everyone had some sort of pain. They, you know, like, oh, my neck always hurts or I have back pain. So I just thought, well, I have stomach pain and that's my lot in life and I'm just going to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I was struggling just to drink water without being doubled over in pain that my mom said, we have to take you to the doctor. And so I went through a whole battery of tests that most people don't go through until they're in their 60s. Wow. Yeah, including a really loving uh, colonoscopy and endoscopy and all those things. And basically came out of the other end just with the diagnosis of irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, which a lot of people say if you remove the eye, it's just BS. Um, Mm -hmm. And the reason they say that is because most GI doctors, I I believe, I don't know if this is still true, but at the time they were kind of using that as a catch-all. So if they couldn't quite get a smoking gun like colitis or Crohn's, that's what they diagnosed you with. So I went through the rest of high school and college as a young girl trying to just be myself, go to theater school and be a theater geek. But I was running to the bathroom all the time and I never knew what was going to set off my IBS symptoms. So it was a really, really challenging start to um, adulthood, I guess, and adolescence. Wow. Um, Yeah. And um, sorry. What was that like for you? Um, embarrassing, (laughs) um, stressful. I mean, I felt really alone in it. I felt like I couldn't talk to any of my friends about it because they were going to make fun of me or not understand. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a really lonely, dark place. And I just felt like, well, I went to the doctor and they told me not to have acidic foods and they told me to take an antacid. Um, and it's, it's not working, but that's all, that's the only other option I have out here. So I guess it's just, just how I'm going to have to live for the rest of my life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I lived like that for six years, <laughs> six years. That is no short amount of time, Mm-mm. but and I was young, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I imagine that the, the doctor, especially at that age, was the authority on all things health. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this is something we're going to be exploring a lot in the show is where's the line between what you need to do for yourself and what a doctor can provide. And Mm -hmm. in my case, you know, I was 16. I listened to the doctor. That's like what, you know, the medical information that we had available at the time. Um, And it wasn't until years later that I found out what was truly at the root of of my issues and how to heal from it. So Mm. um, yeah, it took many years. Wow. And I remember hearing that part of your story. So you're 16 and then into college with a diagnosis of irritable bowel syndrome and no answers, continual pain in your body. And I know that it doesn't stop there. You had shared with me sort of how your health journey progressed. So will you pick up there and and continue the story with, with what you sort of experienced after that? Yes, absolutely. And I love that you're pausing me because I've told this story a lot and I'm really excited to tell it in a very grounded place with you. So, um, because certainly it took all this time, right? So, all right. So six years later, I'm out of college and I meet my first boyfriend out of college Mm -hmm. and he kind of sweeps me off my feet within six months. We're living together in this great apartment in New York city And after we started living together, I realized, um, but I didn't realize it's the thing. (laughs) I I am in the process of experiencing this emotional and verbal abuse Mm. on a daily basis. And it, it is still something that I struggle with, but I've, I've worked through a lot of it, but it's, it's hard. You know, you're, you're young, you're impressionable. You think you're doing the adult thing. You think you're being in an adult relationship and really what was happening was my voice was getting suppressed. My personhood was disappearing. I was losing myself. Um, and in a place where I was still trying to figure out who I was, I was losing, losing the little embers of what I'd already built um, to kind of fit into a box of what another person wanted me to be. And that abuse really put me into like, I, I always think of it as like a, um, a crumbling or like I was put in the corner, you know, <laughs> like don't put baby yeah. in the corner. I literally felt like I was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. And I remember feeling like this anxiety that would go from my throat down to my, my chest and into my gut. And it would be like this sharp pain where I couldn't breathe. And during that time is where my health started to decline. So I was obviously under a great deal of mental and emotional strain and stress. And I started having a lot of those issues that I mentioned in the intro. My hair was falling out and I was Mm -hmm. like suicidally depressed. I mean, this was not the version of me that I knew and I was sleeping, but I couldn't get out of bed. I was so exhausted. It felt like my body was so heavy and um, no amount of sleep could fix it. And all of these things were going on. And so I went to, the, to my primary care physician. Mm-hmm. And I said, there's got to be something wrong. And she said, well, you're probably just depressed. Hmm. Mm, which was a, a, a thing, I, unfortunately, that I hear from a lot of my female clients now. And um, I had her run the test anyway. And I, was, I remember mm-hmm. being like, I need these tests. And I was like, the first time I was an advocate for my, myself, I was like, run the, the flipping blood work already. Something yeah. is wrong. With me. 
And she did. And she found out that I had Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Um, actually, at the time, she just diagnosed me with hypothyroidism and gave me synthetic thyroid medication to take mm-hmm. so that I could start to boost my thyroid levels, which were, which were low. Yeah. Um, my thyroid was underactive, which explained all of the symptoms. So I went along on that for six months and felt great. And then at six months, I started feeling again the way I felt before. So I went back to her thinking, hey, I probably just need more drugs, right? Like that's how we think in this country. I just need more medication. And when I did that, she actually ran my blood work again. And she said, well, I'm sorry, Sophie, but there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing I can do for you. You should probably go see a therapist and consider getting on a antidepressant. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really rough. Um, Luckily for me, I found functional medicine about six months later because I said, this is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. I'm 22 years old. Why is my hair falling out? Why is all of these symptoms happening? And no one has an answer for me. And I refuse to go through another six years with kind of bad bad medical advice. I mean, it's all that she had. I don't want to throw her under the bus, but it just wasn't enough for me. I wanted to thrive. I wanted to feel my age and not feel like I was 80 years old. Right. Now, was there a singular moment that in which you made that decision or was it over time? Because I imagine that for those listening, they may have experienced any degree of health challenge throughout their life. Um, what was it that really led you up to the search for functional functional medicine, functional nutrition, and something outside of what you were used to? Yeah, I think, you know, I was searching for sure. But the thing that really solidified it for me was I, I was stage managing in theater at the time. And my boss was like, hey, you know, you should try going gluten-free. And so I did for about a week and I felt great. And then when I tried to eat gluten again, I literally fell asleep at work. Wow. So I was like, wow, this is making me feel really, really tired and really bad and brain foggy. And so from that moment on, I was like, wow, there's something to this nutrition thing, but I didn't really know the full picture. And when I met the functional medicine practitioner that, you know, really I attribute to saving my life, um, I knew within, you know, the first half hour of meeting him that this was something I had to do. And let me tell you, he's the first person that sat down with me for an hour and a half and actually explained what was going on. He ran in-depth medical tests and he really spent time listening to me and holding space for me and explaining. And I felt so, so safe. And so when he, you know, leapt to the price, which was outrageous for me at the time, I didn't even blink. I just said, this is what I have to do. I have to do this to survive. Wow. Wow. And what was it that you learned about yourself in those moments that you might not have known in the weeks or months leading up to that sort of in the moment decision that you said, yes, this is absolutely something I have to do. I think it was the first glimpse of me getting the embers back of who I was, which is actually a fiercely passionate and independent woman And I had been living under a pretense where everything needed to be decided for me by this really strong masculine man that was kind of overpowering my thoughts. So it was actually, I think, I didn't know it at the time, but just like the first step where I made a decision for myself. My parents didn't pay for it. He didn't pay for it. No one else had had a say in the decision. I said, I'm doing this. I have to do this. And I just kind of forged ahead and did everything by the book. And I would say that as my body healed, which by the way, I went on a 12 week um, 
nutritional and supplement and lifestyle journey at this point. So three months and I followed it a hundred percent and I felt better within 48 hours. I felt healed within two weeks. Wow. And that strength back in my body allowed my brain, I think, to start working better and then eventually my soul. And that's actually how I got out of that relationship. I finally had that strength, right? Like had that strength in myself, in my body and my bones and my cells to walk away from my abuser, from someone who was keeping me small and keeping me in, in a place that I did not need to be in. So actually it was interesting for me because like healing my body actually healed my soul and, and kind of got my got me back to learning who I was again. Wow. Can you just say that one more time? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Healing my body really healed my soul. And mm. it's this idea that I've been playing with that our, our health issues are our self-love issues. Mm. Wow. Tell me a little more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to make anyone feel bad by saying this. So I'll say that with a asterisk or whatever next to it. But at least for me, I wasn't showing up for myself mm. at, at all. I, I, there was no, I just kind of, kind of decided that whatever he said went and um, that if I had an opinion because he was telling me I was wrong in such a violent, like a vocally violent way that I just thought nothing that came out of me was, was valid. And so I think, you know, I, it also made me not make decisions for myself, like going for a walk or doing meditation or working out or, you know, playing tennis like I used to when I was a kid or seeing my family and friends, right? I got super isolated. So there was no amount of self-care or self-love given to me. There was no awareness um, of self. And so when you live your life that way, it's no wonder that that can start showing up in your body, right? Mm. And so um, I just think that when we look at why are why is something coming up? Why do I have polycystic ovarian syndrome? Why do I have endometriosis? Why do I have any other number of issues, right? Like it's always important, I think, to look at the emotional aspect and ask yourself, is there any, are there any blocks here? Is there anything else that I can be doing and really fully show up for myself um, and heal holistically. Um, and it's not just about like the kale you put in your mouth or the supplement that you're taking today. It's, it's a whole system and it includes self-love. Wow. Yeah. Right on. I would say self-love is one of the most important ingredients in that beautiful recipe of what it means to be a whole person. And so I know that things are quite different for you today um, as it relates to health and relationships. And I know that that's not the end of your story in terms of some of the health experiences that you had. Um, so wherever you want to go with that, um, whether it's talking about where you are present day or talking about some of the other experiences you had that led you to where you are now, What's different for you now than when you saw yourself in this place not so long ago? Mm, yeah. So to give everyone some context, I am 30 now. So this was um, seven to eight years ago, actually, that this was all going down. Um, what's different for me now? Well, um, <laughs> self-love is pretty darn important to me. Um, I would say it's at the top, but I definitely still have to work to remember that. So just for anyone who's listening, who's like, oh, that's great. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-love. But you know, it's still a process and a journey for me. And 
I guess that's also a good segue to say that I believe that health and healing is a journey and it's not necessarily a linear journey, which I'll get into um, a little bit more. Some of the other tribulations like you um, mentioned. Yeah. But what's different for me now, what I say goes and what I need goes first. And that means that I get to craft my morning the way I get to craft my morning. That means that if I want to take time off, I take time off. That means if I want to work really hard, I'm going to work really hard. That means that when I listen to myself and my body, that's when I'm most aligned and feel amazing. So my symptoms are are gone, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I no longer struggle with all the things I mentioned before, except when I don't sleep, I drink too much alcohol, sugar, gluten, right? When I'm stressed out, when those things take, you know, get the better of me, which sometimes they do, my symptoms come right back. But what's Mm. great about it now is I know that I know those are my triggers and I can make an empowered choice whether or not I want to indulge in those things and how much. And I'm just really in tune with what's happening in my body. My friend was making fun of me. I went out for um, a friend's birthday on Saturday night for tacos and (laughs) the tacos I got were really salty and I kept complaining about how salty they were to her. (laughs) She's like, you're so sensitive. Um, And, you know, it really made me think, wow, you know, I guess my palate is really sensitive, but I think that's a blessing because it allows me not to go way overboard um, and to live in this place where I'm not only healthy, but I'm thriving, you know? Wow. Um, and wow. obviously now I get to do this for other people. So that's pretty exciting too. I love that. So you mentioned a reframe that blows my mind. That's something I had to sort of discover on my own health journey. And it's this idea of, you know, our bodies working against us, or us becoming upset or angry with the way our body reacts to something, whether we know what the input was or not. And then you said, you know, your friend said that you're, you're so sensitive, your palate is so sensitive. And you said, you know what, it's actually a blessing because I know exactly what's going to happen. So that to me is such a powerful reframe from becoming upset and angry about the way our body reacts to something to seeing our body's reactions as a blessing and as a communication to us about what feels good and what doesn't. Are there any other ways in which your mindset or orientation to self and your body has changed throughout your health journey that might be really helpful for some of the listeners to hear about? Yeah, I would say that when I first was diagnosed with Hashi's, um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, that is, I always <laughs> abbreviated Hashi's, like it's my fun kid brother or something. Um, <laughs> I was really pissed. <laughs> like, why is this happening to me? Why, why me, why me, why me? And I lived like that for a while and I realized it just wasn't serving me. Um, and when health stuff has come up in the past, um, like even as recently as a couple of years ago, my brain went there and I was actually able to like do a reframe there. And I think, I think that the most powerful reframe for me, I'm, I'm someone who struggles really with a lot of anxiety, which I know that you can relate to. We've talked about this a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of women out there are, are, who are listening, have a lot of anxiety and something that's been really helpful for me is just thinking, this is just a feeling just the way happiness is a feeling it's going to pass not going to be here forever. And if I sit in this, then I'm choosing to sit in, in my pain and in my, um, 
Mm. in a kind of place where I'm going to invite more of what I'm already receiving. So I'm a big believer in the shift energetically that if you want to receive health and you want to receive wealth and all the other things, you really have to make that shift. And so it's not always easy, but I find if I can ground myself down and get some meditation going or something and really shift that energy and just know, you know what? And even if I can't shift that energy, right? Um, but I'll give you an example. Yesterday I got really nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on international radio show tomorrow. And I was kind of freaking out and I felt it. I felt like this mental, um, anxiety and immediately, immediately it went to my gut, went Mm. right to my gut. I mean, literally within two minutes, I felt like I had to run to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. So be aware of that, right? Ladies, if you're listening and you're having these types of reactions, just be really aware and see what you can shift um, so that you can get grounded. What I did was I just sat with some sage and with some essential oils and I just took a few deep breaths and I opened up my diaphragm Mm. and that alone just dropped me right back into the relaxed state and my stomach no longer hurt. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we've got about one minute until commercial break, but I want to reflect, Sophie, that you are such a rock star. I mean, even I can hear it in your language when you say, this is, you know, I chose to feel this way about it. There is a responsibility that you've taken for your health journey. And whether or not you knew at the time that you were choosing to participate in some of the things that you chose, even though there were other participants as well. Um, it, you, you just strike me as someone who is so strong, and I know this to be true about you, strong and has taken so much accountability for her health and is now sharing that with the world. Mm-hmm. So in this minute before break, tell us in brief what you do and how you serve. Oh man. Okay. That's one minute power go. Um, yeah. So I am the founder of she and I powerfully serve entrepreneurial women, powerful female leaders, and really any woman in their thirties and forties, um, that are struggling with these hormone imbalances. So whether it be period issues or anxiety or gut health issues, I show up powerfully by running root cause diagnostic testing. So you can actually know what is going on in your body. No more doctor Googling it. And then I coach you through lovingly because that was the one thing I didn't have in my experience healing. I didn't have someone there holding my hand and I never want to have any woman feel like they're alone. So I really show up for people. It's a few months to six months process where we really get to work on the body and build up your health and make you feel better. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the work you do and for being you. Thank you. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Sophie Shepard is a functional nutrition practitioner and founder of SHE. Sophie helps busy women all over the world go from hormonal chaos to optimal hormonal alignment so they can live their lives fully without being held back by their bodies. 
Using the power of functional lab testing, combined with life-changing mindset shifts and integrating the entire body's system. If the only thing holding you back is your health, it's time to stop letting hormonal chaos run your world. Book your health discovery call today by going to SheTalksHealth.com. Are you done medicating and guessing your way through the exhaustion, pain, and irritability caused by hormonal and digestive health issues? Sophie Shepard, founder of She, will help you go from symptom-ridden and confused to finally having clarity about how your hormones work and confidence in your health strategy in just 10 days. If you are ready to stop living with no energy, brain fog, anxiety, digestive issues, and painful periods, then check out the 10-Day Digestive and Hormone Reboot at SheTalksHealth.com. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to She Talks Health. If you have a question or comment about the show... Send an email to sophie at she-nyc.com. That's sophie at she-nyc.com. Now back to She Talks Health. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is your host, Sophie Shepard. We are on the She Talks Health radio um, network for voiceamerica.com. And we are um, actually halfway through my own self-interview. And Lee Noto here is killing it with the questions. Um, and I, it is my pleasure to have her continue to kind of grill me lovingly about my journey through health so that it may inspire you as well. So with that, I'm going to turn it back over to Lee. Thank you, Sophie. So we covered a lot of ground in the first half as it relates to your health journey, but I want to pick up where we left off because I know that it didn't stop there. And you shared with me that there were, you know, other experiences you had around thyroid issues. So why don't we pick it up there and share with listeners where your journey continues? Yeah. I mean, something I want to say is that if you have an autoimmune disease, um, or something that's quote uncurable, um, you know, in that world, um, just know that, you know, that very well may be true for you, but you might also have a lot more control than you think. So um, that's just one side note that I wanted to say um, before continuing on, um, because I think a lot of people get fearful when they're diagnosed with an autoimmune disease that um, they'll always have those symptoms. And I'm literally walking proof that that doesn't have to be true. Um, But yeah, so I had um, thyroiditis, um, Hashimoto's, and you know, I was stable for a really long time, but Lee, the, the thing that always got me, and I'm sure a lot of women can relate is the stress and the anxiety, but I didn't realize it. Right. I didn't realize that was causing so much of my issues. And I mean, I don't know. I, I went through like being single in New York and I was drinking a lot and I was partying and I was ignoring my body. And as a result, you know, um, my body started talking back to me. I actually ended up in the hospital overnight because I had an ovarian cyst that burst and wow. it was bleeding. And, you know, I remember that experience really well because it made me feel so much shame around like kind of my, my sexuality. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's what you get for, 
you know, being single. And, you know, that's something I see a lot in my practice. So um, I just want to say for anyone who's listening that that doesn't have to be true. Um, But, and that if you have an ovarian cyst and you're being told it's not a big deal, you know, this is still a sign from your body. Um, One thing that you want to look at is, um, you know, whether or not you have any estrogen dominance. I certainly did. Um, so now, you know, we've got started with the gut issues and then stress and then thyroid. And now we're, we're down at the ovaries, right? So my whole body was kind of starting to malfunction in different ways. And all these things were kind of spiraling on top of each other. And, um, you know, when I spent that night in the hospital, um, without my parents, without a, you know, without anybody, I had my best friend come was amazing. Um, I had a lot of time to think and I was like, is this truly the life that I want to lead? Is this, you know, what am I doing to support my body? Why did it take me getting hospitalized to listen? There were probably signs before. And so not to chastise myself, but to just be lovingly aware of it and be like, okay, so what, what can I shift going forward? And so that's when I kind of came back to my, my health and, and built back up um, until, until like, you know, the next one, <laughs> until the next time. Um, and, you know, that one I'll just share too, because it's kind of related to the the ovarian area. And I know that there's one in 10 women um, in this country have endometriosis. And I was having these ovarian cysts, I was having pain in mid cycle, right around ovulation. And so I went to my gynecologist, and um, I said, Hey, like, what's going on? Do I have endometriosis? Do I have something else going on? Like, can you test me? And she she thought she saw something, um, but the only way to diagnose endo- endometriosis is through a pretty invasive surgery called a laparoscopy. And mm-hmm. she said to me, "I think you have. I think you have endometriosis. The solution is the birth control pill." Mm. And at this point, I had kind of done a lot of research on this, and I had been advised to not be on the birth control pill because I had hypothyroidism, because it suppresses thyroid function. And so I said, well, I I really don't feel comfortable going back on any hormonal adjustments. What else do you have? And she said, that's that's all I have. That's all we can do. So again, I'm in this situation (laughs) where I'm at a a doctor hoping that they're going to have answers for me, and the only answer is something I'm not comfortable with. Um, And we kind of got into an argument about it because she was really pushing the pill. And I just kept saying like, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't want to be on this more synthetic hormones. Like there's a reason this is happening. So, you know, we, we really um, hashed it out. And at the end, I I kind of fired her. (laughs) Um, I was like, all right, I, I, we're not aligned, Um, you know, and I'm going to go and I'm going to figure this out on my own. And what I did was, I went back to the anti-inflammatory diet that I was on um, before, prior that I t- kind of mentioned to you. And sure enough, my pain went away. Holy moly. I never had to go on birth control for that. And that's my, oh my case. Goodness. Yeah. I mean, right? <laughs> I mean, that it, it, I, I feel that in my body. First of all, I want to acknowledge you because there was a whole host of things happening in your body. And whatever it took for you to slow down and pause and ask your body or whatever process you went through in making the decision to really get curious and ask questions and do the research. I mean, cheers to you because I know how overwhelming it can be, how stressful it can feel and how riddled with shame 
the process can be of going to the gynecologist in fear of who knows what. And these are things that we don't talk about. And the vulnerability that it takes and the courage that it takes for you to be sharing that right now is monumental. Thank you. Yeah. I I really appreciate that. It's, you know, I had this client come to me last year and she said, you know, I was bleeding every day for a year. And um, yeah, I'll just say that again. She was bleeding every day for a year. She went to her gynecologist and he said, that's normal. It'll Mm. work itself out. So she Mm. went on with her process um, and had no relief except for acupuncture, by the way, just a shout out acupuncture. And she finally got to a gynecologist, I think a year later, and she was diagnosed with prediabetes, PCOS, and Hashimoto's. Mm. She got a triple whammy of diagnosis. And I remember when we had our introductory call, I just said, you know, I just want to acknowledge that you've been through a trauma and that trauma is that, you know, your doctor didn't really listen and didn't really provide any other option or that it's not even necessarily that person's fault, but that there was no other resource for you at the time, you know, Mm -hmm. that you were in pain and you needed your you needed things to be justified and you needed a solution and there was none provided. Mm. Um, and you, you know, she markedly said, she's like, I just, I went through thinking there was something wrong with me, but there was never going to be a solution. And so, you know, going through what I went through, I feel a duty to serve the women that I serve so that they never have to feel like that. Like there's no solution for their, their, Um, menstrual issues or their hormone issues and that those issues are valid. Those issues are so valid, right? If you have PMS, that's valid. That is a hormonal imbalance. If you have painful cramps, that's valid. That's not actually something that you have to deal with or put up with. And as women, I think we're, we're told that, you know, our monthly cycle is this horrible thing because that's what most people experience, but they're never actually shown or told how to have a beautiful experience within their body and to utilize these hormones, right? So that they can work for you instead of against you. And so we end up in this hateful relationship where we, where we don't like our body every month for basically most of our life. Um, or right. we, we, you know, are in so much pain that we go on the birth control pill, which you know, I was on it for, I guess, until I I got Hashimoto's and, you know, and that worked for me for that time. But when I came off of it, a great gift that I found was kind of getting in sync with my cycle and understanding how it could work for me too. So I don't know if that answered the question. (laughs) I mean, totally. I I have a two-part question now because that's just incredible. Um, Where is, if I don't know if you can share this, but where is that client now as a result of having worked with you and what resources would you share with those listening about some of these things that are very common for all women? Yeah. Well, I I love that you, you asked me where she is now. So as you can imagine, if you had a triple diagnosis like this, you know, getting out of that takes time. And so, you know, I believe we're still in the early season of our working relationship together, even though it's been a few months. And what shifted for her is that she finally understands that she's not defunct or broken. Mm-hmm. 
and she really accepts that she can heal her heal herself and and choose to value her womanhood and honor what is truly right in her body and her mind and her soul at any given time and she feels like she doesn't have to apologize for what she's experiencing and she also feels really empowered by the knowledge i've given her in terms of what is actually biologically happening um in her body and um and what she can actually do and i think was your second question what what would my advice be for someone who, who's in a similar situation? Is that your question? You can go with that. And I would love to hear what resources you would recommend to any yeah. what some of your favorite resources um, yeah. that you share. Yeah. So I would say that if you um, are going down the cycle of trial and error and you're doing the Dr. Google thing and you can't find solutions. And um, if you want to know more about that, by the way, listen to last week's episode. We talked about that a lot. Um, I would say that if you're looking for just like a self-study, um, there are some really good books that I'm looking at right now by leaders in the industry. Um, Period Repair Manual by Dr. Lara Bryden is incredible. If you're trying to come off the birth control pill, um, Dr. La- uh, Dr. Jolene Brighton and Beyond the Pill is a great book. Um, trying to think in the flow, if you're kind of Trying to optimize your hormones um, by Alyssa Vitti um, is really great. She just came out with that. There's some other other ones as well. Um, and then honestly, not to like pat myself on the back, but one thing that is really affordable that I'm coming out with in just uh, about a week um, is my 10 day digestive and hormone reboot. And I created it as a done for you kind of do it yourself guide through how you can start to reboot your system with 10 actual. Um, educational videos that go way past what you could do in 10 days. You actually have extra steps you can do past those 10 days, but it should just Mm. kind of kick things off for you and give you a lot of information that you can kind of digest as you go through. Um, And that is actually available on my website on She Talks Health, and you can drop your information into um, the order form if you want that as well. But there's a lot of information out there. Um, And I would say like, just from a, like a more practical, like, what can I do right now? What can, what, what's the quick fix? Like, if you're in that place where it's taken this long to come up with these diagnoses, it's going to take time to undo them if you want to do them kind of holistically. Mm-hmm. And there may be a time and place for you to do medication, and that's completely fine. And you should always, of course, listen to your doctor. Sometimes medication is true and needed, right? Like I was on medication for up until a couple months ago for my thyroid. So sometimes you need to do that. But what I'm suggesting is that you also look to these resources. You also start asking questions. You also start going inward and thinking, what can I do to support my body? And in terms of nutrition, everyone's a little bit different, but you know, it's actually not as complicated sometimes as it seems. Meaning that if we eat a whole foods diet, that has healthy proteins and animal and sometimes animal fat, sometimes not depends on the person if they are vegetarian or not healthy fats. Right. And we have lots of fiber. Um, we drink water, we sleep, um, we manage our stress and we figure out if we have like things like food sensitivities or any sort of parasite or what's actually happening with our hormones by doing this testing, you can really start to piece together what's going on. And there's some actionable steps there for you. So um, I hope that helps anyone who's listening. And, um, if you guys have any more specific questions, you can always email me. My email's on the voiceamerica.com, um, page on my page. It's also Sophie at she-nyc.com. And I'm always an open book and ready to help you guys. 
Yeah, I will make a plug for you because <laughs> you on countless occasions have given me invaluable advice, resources, guidance on how I can become more harmonious with my body and mm. learn how to listen to her. So definitely reach out to Sophie if you have any questions. She is an amazing guide, a beautiful woman, and a sister. Absolutely. Oh, that's so sweet. It's my yeah. pleasure. It is absolutely my pr- pleasure to give as many resources as I can. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm curious to hear, Sophie, what is guiding you now? And now that you've been on this journey of epic proportions, what are you creating next? What possibilities are you creating? Oh, yes. Next. Well, you know, um, I want to serve as many women powerfully as I can. And one-on-one coaching is incredible, Um, but I would love to, or I should say, and I would love to make it accessible to as many people as I can. So that is kind of the first thought behind this first, you know, do-it-yourself guide, but I am looking and working towards creating a system that is the she system, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I have my system that I've created, but how can I teach it to other people so that there can be a network of coaches out there that are supporting other people, other women with their, with their issues. So I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at where the gaps are, um, from a, from a worldwide issue. Um, you know, like for example, that, you know, women in, um, third world countries don't have access to menstrual products, that kind of thing. So I'm really trying to think bigger picture um, and get out of the micro and into the macro of how this information can really serve people um, and how they can take it and run with it as well, because not everyone's going to have the time or resources to work with someone one-on-one. So what can we um, give people that they can grab and take and start to implement in their life? Mm, Beautiful. And I'm assuming that that can all be found on your website that you mentioned earlier. Absolutely. Yep. So she talks health.com has a lot of resources for you and yeah, just always contact me if there's any questions. Amazing. And I have no doubt that the clients that work with you one-on-one receive extraordinary results, not only because you're their guide, but because they've really invested in themselves. Mm. Can you briefly just share with the listeners a little bit what the one-on-one journey is like? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So to share this, um, something that I want to say is that I had kind of been like doing this practice, but not realizing what, what it was or what I wanted to call it for a long time. And I was trying to come up with like the words. And so one morning I was with my parents and I was thinking, you know, what the heck is this? What do I want to call this? And I was like really frustrated. You know, what is this thing that I'm doing? I'm doing this, this work and I don't know what to call it. Or what? To, and so I, I slept and I remember I woke up, I jumped out of bed and I said, shine. It's something about shining, shining brighter. I don't know. People are shining. And I was like really excited and running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And so that's where shine came from. And so my, my, my one-on-one work is usually done over six months. Um, and sometimes over three months, depending on, you know, where the person is and the shine actually stands for shift your self-belief. So shift and self-belief, the H stands for hormonal alignment. The I is integration, the N is nourishment, and the E is enlightenment. And so together we have this powerful word now, right? Shine. And the self-belief is so important. We've talked about that a lot today, um, but I believe we have to have a whole mindset shift to have the full body shift as well. 
And so if we are spending all of our time worrying about our symptoms and not putting it into action as to what we can do, or we're hating on ourselves or we're not, you know, loving into ourselves, it's very hard for us to feel at peace with, with the journey that we're on. And so I help people Mm -hmm. kind of get that confidence and that, that peace in themselves and that belief in themselves that they can feel better. Um, and then the hormonal alignment. So this is really where we do a lot of the best functional lab testing in the world. And this, by the way, I can work with people all internationally. And this is where I help you get to the root cause of the hormonal digestive symptoms you're experiencing, even the anxiety and stuff, things like that we can really test for. So we get super clear on what's true for you. So we're not just like doing a cookie cutter approach that may or may not work for your body. Um, so that's, that's really cool. And I think people really enjoy seeing their information in black and white. Um, mm-hmm. cause sometimes it's like, it's really hard to hold on to. You're like, well, I kind of feel like I can't think straight and I feel like I've gained some weight and you know, my periods are more irregular or painful, but mm-hmm. that's not a condition. And so what I do is I bridge that gap before you get to a, a condition and I help you come back from that. And, and of course, like the end nourishment, that's really where we're reinforcing the symptom system. So first we've made the shift in your mindset. Then we've, you know, really figured out what's true for you. Um, then we've come up with your hormone code, the she hormone code, whatever that is. And we start integrating things and the nourishment is part of that integration. You know, it's, it's not just the food we eat, but it's all of the lifestyle shifts and, and the, um, nurturing that we have to do to kind of get ourselves back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, that, that E is kind of that enlightenment is where you get to by the end. So that when you leave my services, you don't have, you don't not relying on me, right? Like that's, that's not the point. The point is for you to become CEO of your own health. So wow. I want women to walk away clearly understanding what's going on in their body, what works for them, what doesn't, and where they're going to put a line in the sand and they say no more to this and hell yes to this other thing. <laughs> so I hope that answers yes. the question. <laughs> Beautifully so. I'm, I'm noticing that I've said wow like 20 times <laughs> because I'm, in, I'm just in such awe of the journey you've been on and how you've transformed what was massive challenge and pain and struggle into a way to serve the world so powerfully in a place where many women struggle because we don't have answers. We don't have resources and we weren't taught these things. Mm. So again, thank you for the work that you do. I, oh. I'm just so humbled by it. And I'm, I'm curious to hear your perspective on this. You know, if you were talking to yourself six or seven years ago, and if you're talking to all the women who are listening now, what's something you would want people to know that maybe they haven't heard yet, or they haven't had the strength to tell themselves, what message would you like to share with the the people listening? Gosh, that's such a good question. Um, I would say the message is you are more powerful than you think. Mm. And you are not alone, but you also have everything you need inside of yourself. And that no matter what, the universe has your back. And that you will find the right way through if you listen to your body and listen to your intuition. Um, I have another quick 
story, I guess, um, I don't know if it's quick, but I'll just try to tell it, um, that kind of highlights this, um, just another part of my journey. Um, two years ago, I started my business two and a half years ago, I started my business and I was so stressed out as any business owner or entrepreneur can tell you, it is a roller coaster ride of emotions. Sometimes you feel like you're high, high. Sometimes you feel like you're low, low. And I had no idea what I was doing when I got started. I mean, I knew how to help people, but I didn't know how to run a business. No one taught me that. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, so when that happened, you know, I, I went right back into that stress mode. Sorry, I just snapped. So it was probably really loud. Um, <laughs> um, I went right, right back into that, that stress mode. And what happened was I ended up being diagnosed with SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And I remember going to the GI doctor after trying my own functional medicine or functional nutrition approach, and it didn't work. Like I did the same thing that I had done originally, and it didn't work. Mm. And so um, when that happened, I was so frustrated and scared. I was like, I'm going to feel like this forever. I'm going to be stuck in this forever. I thought I dealt with my digestion issues. How can I possibly coach anybody if I have these issues, right? And on and on it went. And so I went to the GI doctor. And when he diagnosed me with SIBO, he said, there's this antibiotic I want you to take. It's called Rifaxin. And it's, um, I ran it through my insurance and my insurance didn't cover it. And it was $1,200 for an antibiotic. And I didn't have it. So basically I just took the time I needed. I was so overwhelmed. I actually ended up going on vacation and I was camping. And I remember looking out at this huge lake and being like, this is not the path for me. Like, I don't know why, but this antibiotic just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like it's aligned. And actually in that part, I was able to realize how much of this anxiety in my brain was affecting my gut. And then that was affecting my hormones. And so basically in that moment, I again, listened to my intuition and just said, I'm going to go back. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to spend time with myself. I'm going to give myself some space and really work on my anxiety. And that's actually what ended up working. And I didn't ever take the antibiotic. Wow. I am hearing that as the theme through and through for what really carried you on this journey. And that was connection back to self, Mm -hmm. taking a moment to listen, asking your body what she needs, checking in, stepping back and doing some research. And ultimately our bodies are the guidance systems, the compass that always leads us to our true north whatever that may be. And you are, my dear, a shining example. (laughs) You are. You are a shining example of what that is embodied. And I just acknowledge the heck out of you. I'm so thrilled to have you in my life as a friend, a sister, a guide. And I know that anyone would be thrilled to have you in their lives the same way. So in our last minute here, um, tell us how people find you, share the links to your websites, what you've got coming up, social. Yeah. So, um, everything social, um, can be found on Facebook, but my main thing is Instagram. So it's actually, she talks health. So it's pretty easy to remember. And my website is also she talks health.com. If you want to get in touch with me directly and ask us uh, a question, it's Sophie at she dash NYC. 
Um, and coming up in the next couple months, I am going to be launching my six week hormone harmony group program. So if you feel like you need a roadmap back to your health and your hormones are a mess, <laughs> um, this is definitely the program for you. And it's great because it's a group program. So you've got some other loving ladies that are um, in there with you. And I just want to leave on if you're struggling and you've tried a million things, just fall back into yourself, relax. If you're not in that rest, that digest, that calming place, potentially the thing that you're trying to do might not be working for you. But when we can really cultivate that strength in our body, then when we try to do a protocol, we have the ability and the reserves to actually knock something out that might be bothering us. So um, just always come back to yourself. Um, I I, um, send you guys so much light and love and healing um, and just good energy. Mm, Thank you so much again, Sophie, for sharing yourself. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us this week for She Talks Health. Please join Sophie Shepard again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another episode of our show on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week.